0: Blog Talk Radio. I'm in and in 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 I'm in i I'm I'm in in i
1: In Chicago. It's actually pretty good. It's 74 right now. Whoa. Don't even ask what the weather
2: is out here because I have no idea. I kind of thought I needed a a goddamn snorkel today (laughs) because it was cold.
1: (laughs) I was very cold. It was cold. You got to put on more clothes. You have to layer up.
2: I know, and then once I put on, you know, a whole snow suit, that's when it's going to be 90, you know, so I just don't know what to do out here So shout out to everyone in Chicago, Illinois, shout out to everyone up in New York and all our surrounding states Tonight, we're on our second episode of the Intune show for 2008, and we're talking about liars tonight, as you know, Miss Gotham and I just yes. want to give a quick shout-out to all the liars. And the reason why I want to give a shout-out to all the liars, Miss Gotham, is because without the lies, we would not be able to uncover the truth. So although lying is very harmful to all of us, it's very helpful at the same time. So I don't know if you want me to kick it off, Miss Gotham, of, uh, you know, The types of liars that's out there, or if you wanted to just go ahead and jump right in and give your piece on liars.
1: Yeah, I go ahead and kick it off. I want to, you know, know what's your input about what do you think about liars?
2: Okay, so from my research, guys, because this didn't just strictly come from my nugget, so I'm not going to try to take credit for everything (laughs) that I'm going to be discussing this evening. A lot of it is just basically reading a few articles and then just kind of summarizing some of the things that I've read. Um, So I just wanted to start with that. Uh, This is just strictly my opinion. This is not a professional opinion. In terms of like, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, so I'm not taking credit for any of this information other than just putting our experiences out there and kind of just gathering from the things that I've read today. So, did you know, guys, that there are seven types of liars? I mean, seven? That's it? I mean, in my mind, Miss Gotham, I thought it was like a thousand because seriously. <laughs> There's a lot of liars out there, and I can probably name a thousand lies, you know, but I would be just making things up because that's who I am. I make things up sometimes, so I guess that makes me a liar too, but I make things up in a funny way. To kind of summarize what I think of a situation So I don't know if it's technically lying But yeah, I like to make it funny Mm -hmm. So tonight (laughs) we're discussing how to recognize and deal with each type of liar head on So in order to deal with anyone in life, especially a liar You have to at least know how to hone in on one So keep in mind that liars are crafty and know how to deceive you They know how to manipulate us, you know So lying is terrible and we can all agree that it's very destructive so not only does it cause pain and it ruins relationships, it ultimately sometimes ruins lives. We've all witnessed this time and time again, whether in, in our professional lives or throughout someone else's experiences, we've, you know, are, we all are, are familiar with liars. You know, and, and that goes if you think about cases and when the jury, when people are saying flat out like, hey, listen, that guy is guilty, and yes, I've seen him or her do it, and then come to find out years later that they wasted X amount of years in jail because it was a lie. So there are so many types of lies, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's your children who's lying to you just because they're afraid to get in trouble, so they rather lie about it than tell the truth. Like these types of things start from way, way little, And then they develop, you know, so some people learn how to, you know, tell the truth eventually. And some people just become serial liars, psychopathic, like narcissists. I mean, this is how these things develop, just from simple lies. And then us being, like, so gullible sometimes, we're able to upset, like, oh, I'm getting all tongue twisted. Being that we're gullible sometimes, we're able to be receptive is the word I'm looking for, to people and they lie because we want to see the good in people. So people that want to see the good in people tend to adjust to a liar because right off the back, sometimes you're not going to know who's lying to you. If you meet someone, mm-hmm. you're taking it for face value. So you're getting to know the person and then along the way there's little things that they may say that they may backtrack on and it may be things that they change up and it may be things that you say, hey, wait a minute, you said this, now you said that. And I'm sure all of you guys could relate to that. So anyone who's tuned in right now, if you want to press 1 and relate, you know, tell us how you feel about what we're talking about or give us a, your experience, please feel free to do so. Other than that, I'm going to jump right in with the first type of liar. So the first lie that we're going to talk about tonight is called the white lie. So I'm sure, Miss Gotham, you heard of a white lie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've heard of those. We we do them little small ones. We can say, um, I mean, they're harmless, you know, it's like when we're on the train or when we're in a certain location, it's like, oh, well, where are you now? Well, I'm on 57th Street, but you could be further down, 58th, 59th, or whatever the case may be. you mm-hmm. little white line just to get you further ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely yeah, get so,
0: it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, those little ones just to keep you ahead, um, you know, just make, make them feel safe and comfortable, you know, um, but it's not really harmful, I don't really think, um, but it just uh-huh. depends on what lie that you tell. But those small ones, those are really harmless. I mean, a lie is a lie. I can't lie. Uh-huh. But <laughs> um, but yeah, but the small ones are really harmless, and, um, you know, some people will believe and some people won't. It's like, well, you said you was on fifty nine, and he's like, well, listen, I can't keep up with the travel. Situations, you know, I'm trying to tell you the truth as it happens in the moment, you know, that it's happening right now. So, um, so I really, mm-hmm. you know, think it's lying, lying like that. But, you know, a lie is a lie, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So
2: that's a very good description of what a white lie. Is according to you know mm-hmm. all the research that I've done is like we often tend to see white lies as not being real lies at all, and people who tell white lies often feel as if their kinds of lies are beneficial or at least harmless. Just like Miss Gotham just gave that example. Instead of being on ninth Street, you say that you're on Fifty. 50- a hundred street, 50-hundred street, let's say 50-hundred, you know, 50-hundred, number, number, but, you know, 50-hundred street, and uh, you just letting the person know that you're closer to them, although you're a little behind them, so, yeah, right. it's definitely, like, something that we feel like is kind of a lie, it's a lie, but it's a beneficial and the least harmless lie, white lies are often told because mm-hmm. it has some truth in it, so that's why we call it mm-hmm. a little white lie. So it could be that people mistakenly believe that they aren't lying at all sometimes. A person who may use white lies when trying to shield someone from the truth, which a lot of us do as parents or a lot of us do when it comes to friendships and saying, Oh, girl, you know that looks nice on you but you know, you don't want to tell the truth and say, Girl, you need to take that off You know, so someone from
1: you know, tell you're trying me. to shield them tell from me. the tell truth. Me. Tell me what exactly. I Exactly. Tell talk. me too. <laughs>
2: And if they feel that it may be damaging or hurtful to someone, then people tend to tell little white lies. If you believe that someone is telling you a white lie, and you know, consider approaching them and calling them out on mm-hmm. it. Because if you need to think through what you do next, it's just like a white lie about anything that's, you know, something that's insignificant sometimes. And people mm-hmm. that tell a lot of white lies, it can lead to bigger lies. You know, so sometimes mm-hmm. when someone is telling little white lies, we got to check ourselves sometimes and wonder if it's really worth saying something or just being just direct. Like, this is what it is. So I'm on 59th Street. I'm 10 minutes behind in the story. I'll be there instead of, you know, mm-hmm. exacerbate sometimes. Because although we do look at little white lies, as I was just saying, as Ms. Gotham was just saying, as little white lies it's like once you're continuously continuously lying it's still a lie. So it's like you just want to mm-hmm. kind of be like forget it girl that dress don't look good on you change it to something else. Blue is not your color today. <laughs> so if it's <laughs> so and also you have to think about it though. It becomes insignificant to some people But, however, it can cause problems with intimacy and trust because if you found out that your lover or your partner or whatever word you guys use out here, your man, your king, your queen, or whatever it is, your boo, your boo boo thing, your boo butt, whatever word is out here that you use (laughs) for your guys and your girls, when you think about the white lie, it's innocent when you're telling it to someone, but do you really feel it's innocent if your man or your girl was telling you that white lie? Because that white lie mm-hmm. in your relationship can cause problems. So you want to think about those white lies because as you're telling them, you don't want it to be told to you, and especially from somebody you intimate with, because if you feel like you're going to lie about something so little, then what about something so big? What's your opinion on that, Miss Gotham?
1: Yeah, I really think that, You know, sometimes we have to, you know, train ourselves when we're in these relationships. You know, when we're in relationships or partnerships or things of that nature, we have to um, have an open and honest communication. And so, you know, the lies have to cease. You know, I'm trying to protect you from this, you know, so I'm going to say this so I can protect you from this or whatever it may be. But, it all depends on. It all depends on um, how the person may receive what you're telling them, as well. And it all depends on mm-hmm. what kind of person that you're dealing with, because you can't, Missy. Like we've had numerous conversations that you can talk to somebody else. Excuse me. You can talk to somebody else, um, and you'll have to change the way that you're speaking to them. But me, you could just lay it all on the table and. Cut it or uncut it raw for me Because you know I'm able to handle that You understand right? So a lot mm-hmm. of people are not Able to you know Handle the truth versus The lie they'll believe like the, the saying goes like they'll believe the lie Quicker than they'll believe the truth Right And
2: it's true And that's just what it- I believe hmm And I think that that's right head on, because it's true. You know, it's a white lie, like we were saying, but you definitely have Mm -hmm. to be reasonable enough to be able to know that if you don't want it to be said to you, then think about how you transfer that over to someone else. Because at the end of the day, whether Mm -hmm. it's white, black, orange, pink, or blue, it's still a lie. Mm -hmm. So we all Mm -hmm. have done it. I'm guilty of it as well. But it's like after reading this, are these articles, it's like, I want to be conscious not to be that person because if I'm putting mm-hmm. it out there, then best to believe it's going to come back. And it may not come back to me from my friend, like Miss Gotham, who Miss Gotham would probably be like, Mm, let me just leave that alone. But she's never done that. She's always <laughs> kept it real. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if it's a friend that's like, Mm, let me just not tell you that beta suit looked horrible on you, then it'll <laughs> – Transfer over to me not saying something to someone else, and then it could be, like, my lover, who I don't want to lie to me about anything, who's going to be telling me a white lie because they think it's going to fit the scenario, and it's not going to feel good. So when we're Mm -hmm. having dialect with people, we just have to be conscious that... Even if it feels like it's going to hurt the person or whatever, let's just kind of try to be a little bit more transparent because what we put in the universe does come back to us and it may not come back to us in a cipher that we want it to come back to us. So moving right along from a white lie, we get into the careless liar. Now, we have a group called So In Tune on Facebook that we created a few weeks ago, and we've just been on and popping since then. um, And we just talk about a variety of topics. And what I've noticed in the group is that a lot of men say that women are better liars and better cheaters. And I personally will agree. The reason why I will agree is because I feel like as a female, I put, I'm put i putting myself in this position, and ladies and gents, I am not speaking on the behalf of Ms. Gotham or anyone else that's out here. I'm speaking only for myself. When I was out here being careless and doing whatever it is that I wanted to do because I felt that I can do it, I was the best of the best in my mind. you know what I mean? Like you couldn't tell me <laughs> that I couldn't maneuver you know what I mean? And it's like when I was dealing with men, it was like I would be able to manipulate the situation to be whatever I wanted to be because it was just so easy. When I was dealing with women, it's, not was, but dealing with women, it's the same thing. It's like I was able to manipulate situations to be exactly the way I wanted it to be. You know, so for me, for a man to say women are better at it, I think they're absolutely right because I never got caught unless I wanted to get caught. You know what I mean? It's like I was then I had to say, you know what, what's the sense of like lying and let me just tell people what it was. So I became so cocky with my madness that I started just telling people I'm in the house with such and such and when she leaves or he leaves or whatever, then you can come through that's how cocky i was it was just like you couldn't tell me nothing you could not tell me a damn thing so i must say that i you agree in terms her of her my, my, my a damn thing so i can say that from my mm-hmm. experience i feel like women are really dope when it comes down to being able to maneuver why because i think that women are more conscientious than men are
0: mm-hmm. so
2: which leads mm-hmm. me to the careless part because i feel like miss gotham mm-hmm. if you wanted to cheat if you were that type of individual, which we know you're not, but if you were, I think your game would be tight because you would know how exactly how you want to set everything into play. And if something was out of order, then you know how to get rid of it before it became an issue. Men, they have issues, and they don't know how to maneuver. In my opinion, from my experience, they don't know how to maneuver. It's like everything that you they have never, done will be on a table in five minutes because you, you just – don't you don't know what to do? I'm not Fear. gonna say you stupid, but you just don't know what to do. You thought you is, had it but you don't. For real, because now what, it's what? a woman who's blowing your spot up. You see what I'm saying? And this is why I'm saying that yes. women are better because they wind up being mm-hmm. a dude out here doing him, and the woman wind up being the one who blows your spot up. It don't be mm-hmm. your homeboy. Sometimes it is, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. More times it's because you're careless. And you get caught that's what yeah, That
1: is so very true So
2: <laughs> And it's a woman who puts you on blast So yeah women are more On top of it I feel in my mind Than men are
1: So moving right not want yeah, to carelessness Go ahead Yeah and that's what I always say Missy um, If you are more honest with You know I tell tell a lot of guys Like if you are more honest If you are respectfully honest With the people you are dealing with You'll have less drama You know um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's just what I believe Um, Right Now on the other hand If I was Again like you said Again as I was that type of individual That is a cheater um, Then yeah I'll have it all mapped out To the point where Everybody has their position Everybody knows what to do In what (laughs) Mm times, And You know, it'll run, you know, the camp will run smoothly, you know. And I wish I, and and sometimes, see, I kind of wish I was, you know, a great manipulator because I am so bad at it. I am the work liar Mm -hmm. ever. (laughs) I am the worst. Okay. So um, so I'm, you know, that type of person, straightforward and direct. And so that's where my things kind of backfire on me. But, yeah, so... That's just my piece, and we're going to move right along, Miss Keith. Okay.
2: So, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. feeling you. You know, some people just know, listen, I am not the one to play the games because I just cannot. You know, at this point, I'm yeah. with Ms. Gotham. Oh I'm too old and dated to sit here trying to play the game. I just don't have it in me. I don't have the energy, the stamina, the the, the control, the patience, the want to do all the crazy stuff that I used to do. But the one thing about me that I can definitely discuss, the things that I used to do, you know what I mean, and be real Mm -hmm. with myself about them and other people. But today, no, Mm -hmm. I don't have it in me. Just give me one situation (laughs) and I'm good because right now my back is bad and my neck bad and my legs bad and my feet swell up, you know. (laughs) I don't have time to be out here playing these games. So anyway, (laughs) <laughs> Let's get into careless liars. So, careless liars are very oh. different to white liars as they lie all the same all the or excuse me, as they lie all the time and they don't particularly care about what the sense of the lie is. You know, so a careless liar is mm-hmm. a person who just don't really care about what they're lying about. They're just lying. Most people are aware uh-huh. that they are being dishonest, as they are usually very sloppy. They're very careless. It's like somebody who get dressed in the oh. morning and don't pay attention to what they put in on, and you know it <laughs> needs to be ironed. You just get up and get dressed and don't even think about that shirt it had all those wrinkles in it. That's how careless some of you guys are with your lies. You look wrinkled, so you look out of place. So if someone you care about is is like saying something to you, um, you know you might it might be a good idea to own what you're lying about, and benefit by just being real about it instead of being sloppy with it. Because once you're sloppy, it's like, Mm -hmm. how do you get out of that? Mm -hmm. If you're likely to know exactly what you're doing at the same time, it doesn't necessarily mean that this person will admit to it and change because some people get caught and still be trying to figure out what to put into it. Like, no, it wasn't me. (laughs) Like, this is a picture of you. Like on Maury Povich is a prime example. Like they be in a green room tongue kissing and filling up on these chicks' breasts and whatever they do, and then you'll be like, This is you right here, Michael. That's not me. Dude. You I've been with you for twenty two years and you don't think I know what you look like? You're on camera. You know, and, and they so floppy about it like, that they're like. Yeah, it wasn't me call me red handed it <laughs> wasn't me. You know what I mean? Like what you mean it wasn't you. So you have to be prepared to walk away from a person like that. Because if mm-hmm. a person is gonna figure try to maneuver in every direction, even when you have the proof right in front of you, now it would be you would be remiss to sit there and deal with a person after you caught them red handed. Mm-hmm. Like Maury Povich, Mm -hmm. and these females be running to the back, Mm -hmm. falling on the ground, rolling around, throwing their shoes up, losing their wigs and everything in the process. And then Mm -hmm. Maury comes with this guy who's, like, going to talk to you like a life coach, and all of a sudden y'all in the back on the next segment talking? No. I just caught you. Like, I have nothing to talk about, brother man or sister girl. Like, we're done. So you have to have the control enough to say to yourself that I caught you, you're sloppy with it, you don't even have the decency to respect me, to admit to what I already know, and leave. You may be, you may not be prepared to walk away from a person like this, but unless you are willing to work on who they are and accept for who they are and know that this lie, these lies will continue, it's like, Really, what are you settling for? Are you settling for someone to continue to lie to you? Because if a person lied to you once, nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten, and we can keep going lower and lower, they're going to lie again.
0: Mm -hmm. Because they're
2: sloppy at lying and they're sloppy at doing what they do. So they're going to be sloppy again. This is just the beginning. So we have to know as individuals, whether it's a male or a female who's doing a lying or whoever your preference is, you have to learn how to not accept what a person give you that's sloppy because have the decency to at least date somebody who is can have a clean cut to their lie. True. Like, accept the lie. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, the, the don't try face. to keep on adding to it. Don't say that it's not you and it's, it's you because you ain't have a twin, homie.
1: The, the poker face.
2: Exactly, and then keep in mind: not only did you do you not have a twin, not all twins are identical.
1: Yeah, no so, like, they are not. I definitely agree <laughs> with you, Miss P. I definitely one hundred percent agree with you, Miss P, to, to the full.
2: So it's like, what is, what's the point of trying to say to somebody else when you t- what is it, your doffel gainer ganger?
1: <laughs> if
2: I'm, I'm a, if I'm even pronouncing that, your duffle gang or doffel gainer or whatever the hell, like. I have idea. Is it. it one of those? So it's called I, a Dockle I, I just talk. want to make sure that it, I'm pronouncing it right. But it's like a person has your double, pretty much. And uh, that's basically what these people be out here screaming. It wasn't me. It wasn't other was, uh, guy, Mike. But anyway.
1: That was a... Uh, do you oh have anything God, you want to add to that?
0: No. <laughs> oh, no. That was, I was John John. I him.
1: have nothing to say because mm-hmm. I agree with you 100% because... You know, when you have that poker face and sometimes, you know, people can lie and you will not tell the difference. You yes. cannot tell the difference. And when oh, wow. they have um when they have a skill, you know, I've been in a situation where the guy was so skillful that I had a whole situation and had not known anything until the day of um, he said that he was going to get married a couple of days, so with this guy for ten plus years, and he had a whole relationship on the other side so the the signs and the symptoms were never there, so he we still acted the same way, everything was still the same, and next thing you know. <laughs> Uh, he's getting married tomorrow. Oh, okay. So that was a skill, <laughs> a 10-plus-year a skill that you can lie in a whole relationship, having another relationship. So, yeah, that, that is a skill. <laughs> that no, it say. definitely
2: becomes a job. It becomes a job, like an occupation, and you're working so hard for it to be the president, and you don't even get paid. It's like there's no money in your lies, but you lie your ass off so well. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy. So I just post, guys, just to get a little intermission before we go on to the next liar. Um, yes. I post, what's your thoughts on white lies? And we had Connie O's oh so sick t- sick and twisted. She said, you can put those white lies right in a bucket of white tears. <laughs>
1: That's
0: funny.
2: <laughs> and then we had Bobby Cartwort say, a lie is a lie, big co-wart. or small. Co- mm-hmm. Co- what is it? Court?
0: Court?
2: Bobby Court? Yeah, co-wart. Excuse me. Yeah. Court. Excuse me um, for the misannunciation of that. He mm-hmm. says that it's a lie, big or small. And I had to heart that mm-hmm. because it's true. So yep. then I moved on to the next one where I said, what's your thoughts on careless liars? And we get from Nelson King a uh, Trump-like. <laughs> it, it's true, he's a careless liar. <laughs> yeah. So it's
1: like, listen, hey,
2: <laughs> hey. Which he goes, I'm just silent on that. Like, you know what? He took the cake <laughs> show over and the story. Um,
1: that is <laughs> so true. Wait, why he <laughs> not? Like, States I don't even know what to too. say.
2: I do not know what Hmm. to say behind that So the next liar would be an occasional liar So there are some people Uh who only tell a lie occasionally And there are a lot of them out there One of the positive things about occasional liars Is that, that because they're not in the habit of lying That once in a while you'll get a lie from them They're usually so overwhelmed with guilt That they admit to their lies and look for forgiveness um, if this is the case, if you call an occasional liar on their fib, they will be more than likely willing to, you know, work on it and change because it's not really who they are. So when they lie about something, they feel guilty about it, and then they'll, they want to come clean and they want to kind of fix it. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing about an occasional liar, but how many of you guys out there can say that you know a person who's an occasional liar who's like willing to admit that they lied and want to change on it? But it makes me feel kind of on a ledge Miss Gotham, and the reason why I feel on the ledge with an occasional liar because even though you don't mm-hmm. supposedly lie all the time, the fact that mm-hmm. you lie is still a lie as we all are. Come into the realization that a lie is a lie, no matter what kind of liar you are, and then the fact that you want forgiveness is the reason where I have to stop short because once you put forgive in the sentence, and I see that word spelled out, or hear that word ring in mm-hmm. my eardrums, I automatically <laughs> freeze up. Like forgive? What you mean forgive? You know what I mean? Like you probably lied to me probably one time in ten years. And because you said forgive, I'm I'm done with you. It's over.
0: <laughs>
2: it's something about that word that I cannot deal with. Like period. I just don't forget. Be- I don't. I can't give give into forgiveness. I just cannot because I feel like if I forgive you once, you're going to continue to play me, and I just don't yeah, have time absolutely. to be played. You know, I just can't be can that person. that, I, um, yeah, sure you can. can please
1: I ask Madonna, about please? Please? Sure you can. I wanted mm-hmm. to ask that. Um, when you said the forgiveness, um, I used to be like that. Um, maybe like a year ago, but I don't, I am not like that anymore. I definitely, I'm on your mm-hmm. bandwagon. I could say that. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, So let's just take for for example that. Somebody lied to that individual, right? Somebody lied to the Mm -hmm. individual that you're talking to. And that person has no idea that that person's lied to them. And so they're only in taking the information that they was given to. And so would that Mm -hmm. still represent to you, are they still lying?
2: Well, I feel like it depends on how that person would handle me, If even though they was told something about me. It's like if you're my friend, like we are friends right. and I consider you my sister, right. if Absolutely. anyone comes and tells you anything about me, I'm expecting you, not them, you, to come to me directly right. and right. address me about it, not what it matters mm-hmm. if you jump on the bandwagon of the liars because if you kind of know who I am, then you know, like, wait a minute, that mm-hmm. sounds off. Let me go and refer to that person to see
0: mm-hmm.
2: what where they stand and then make my judgment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because even though I understand what you're saying, like if someone lies to you, would they still be considered a liar? I mean, I wouldn't say they'd be considered a liar, but I think it's the way you handle me is how I would consider would, I would think about you because if you just assume that this is what I said about you and then you just mm-hmm. did whatever you did with me, then it would make me think like differently about the friendship. Like, why didn't you just come and talk to me? Because we could have resolved all of this.
0: Right. So I Absolutely. wouldn't say
2: necessarily that you're the liar because you believe the lie. I would just say like, you should have came and talked to me and we could have mm-hmm. resolved it. So that's exactly. how I would feel about it. I wouldn't call the person a liar. Because I don't know what you said or what you didn't say, but I just know that you just didn't come to me and talk to me like a person. So that's that's all I know. So yeah, so yeah, that's how exactly. I would feel about that situation. You know, I don't know if I would consider a person a liar. I just consider like you should have just came and you didn't handle me right in that terms. But other than that, how can I say you lied? I I don't know what the hell was said because I wasn't there. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: just I don't know. I don't know.
2: Stop. So yeah. So it's just, it's just one of those things where you just have to be the judge of whatever energy and then take it from at that, you know, leisure with people because at the, ultimately whether a person is a white liar, a occasional liar, or a careless liar, whatever your experience with that individual, that's what a person is going to base off of in, a, in the long run. Not everybody is strong enough to say, you lied to me and walk away from it. That's... Because I I was never always that strong. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, my God, every time someone says something negative to me, I'm out. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. Because I want to work every day. Because every day something negative is happening at work, but I know that my livelihood depends on me dealing with whatever it is that I have to deal with. So at the end of the day, when it comes down to dealing with stuff, I still deal with bullshit. I'm not above (laughs) the law from it.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: But when it comes down yeah. to, like, my personal space, I'm not saying that I won't ever deal with it again, but I'm just happy that I'm not in a position to deal with anything negative at this point that I know of. Am I above the law? No. I'm human, so is anyone I interact with. So, they're liable to do anything or say anything to me, but I'm more honed in on what my patient level is and what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not. And I've built myself up enough to know when to just back off. So, mm-hmm. this is what this whole segment is about, really just identifying what, what you you know, the red signs and being able to say, like, listen, I'm not dealing with you. Mm hmm. Because I don't have to. You know, there's 100 million thousand people. And I'm sick of people because we have a group, once again, guys, it's called So In Tune, and you guys can, like, you know, join us if you like, only if you mature, and you know, because we don't want no, no rake-a-bakes in there. But at the end of the <laughs> day, a lot of the conversation that we have, Ms. Gotham, and correct me if I'm wrong, is about people who have been hurt by people
0: Yeah, on I some believe. level. Yeah, yeah. So it absolutely. all has
2: to do with our choices to be able to say enough is enough and walk away. So let's move mm-hmm. on to the compulsive liar. Omg. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And you know Uh-oh. what? I'm, and I usually don't blow people up because it's just like, what's the point of it? But I'm gonna blow somebody mm-hmm. tonight on compulsive liar. Uh-oh. And oh, I'm shoot. gonna. <laughs> I am. I am. Because what the hell? This is radio. And that's just what it's about. I'm a Wendy Williams somebody real quick. We got oh, a compulsive liar, Nikki G. So shout out to Nikki G for being a <laughs> compulsive liar. Um <laughs> I'm just saying you have to listen, if I was a compulsive liar, shout me out. Shout out to Miss P for being a compulsive liar. I'm just saying. You know, we got to keep it real in this world because we only live months, like fast and furious, baby. Fast I am and furious. over so here. We got to give a shout out to Nikki G for being a compulsive liar. So let's talk about compulsive liars for real quick. Compulsive liars, often referred to as both habitual <laughs> <laughs> and pathological liars, you know. And as you may guess, and as people really are familiar with these words, habitual and pathological, we can correlate that all together as somebody who just is entrenched with the habit of lying. And that's what she is. And, you know, I had her on the show when she was a host, guys, just to give you guys a little bit of background, because I'm just really in that mood tonight, and it's all good. We're going to just keep it real because we're talking about lies, and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. I'm not doing it. So... I'm just saying she was a host on a show and I thought she was really cool and, you know, Until I got background on her And I still didn't jump Because like I was just saying to Ms. Gotham earlier We're cool Come to me with that information And let me see how it, you know, marinates with me So I was told some information So I just sat back And I just, you know, kept it going The show going, everything going And I was like I'm not going to just jump on the bandwagon Because somebody stepped to me And tell me some information But no, sooner than later As soon as this information started to hit my eardrums Then all of this started to come together Now, at first I'm saying to myself like maybe it's because I already was alerted to the the nonsense so now I'm like looking for the nonsense but the nonsense just started relatively just growing and growing and growing and I started seeing exactly what this individual was telling me about this individual and then sooner or later I'm saying to this person like well if she's going to like do certain things to you then it's definitely going to happen to me and i just got to prepare myself for that this person was like no Miss P she's not going to do that to you she respects you and all of a sudden like two three weeks weeks later, exactly what I said was going to happen, it happened. She blew up on me, came at me crazy, all kinds of, never did nothing, never did not trust the woman because I didn't get myself involved in all the stuff that was being said about her. I still continue to carry myself in a professional way. And then she just took me and threw me under the bus. And once you throw me under the bus, we're good because I'm like a cat, okay? I have nine lives, babe, and you took the fifth one, So I don't have another life to give you because I'm just not there with you, you know. So I leave you all the way alone, kick-chop block, because you're not going to interfere with this zone over here. So I gave her the benefit of the doubt, and, you know, it winds up all being real. So it goes back to compulsive liar. She's a compulsive liar, and I'm going to tweet it, compulsive liar, and tag her in it because she just needs to understand the magnitude of the show. And what this is really all about tonight. So compulsive lies is, you know, is their default way to respond to questions. No matter how small or big the question or the problem, no matter how serious or insignificant, a compulsive lie will always bend the truth because that's the way they generally feel comfortable by telling a lie and they don't care what they have to sacrifice, they don't care who goes under the bus like I was under the bus and then I had to get my people to come and lift the bus to get me from under the bus, it's it's like that. The problem with a compulsive pathological lie is that it can be especially hard for them to break out of the habit. So if you're cool with someone who is a compulsive liar or someone's giving you a heads up, you know, don't jump on bandwagons because you can't believe everything you hear. You sit back and you watch and you see how people move, and then you make that assessment. And once your assessment is honed in on that, don't sleep on it. Because if I slept on that, God only knows what I would have been in the midst of, and that's not even who I am because my journey in life is to uplift. If I'm going to deal with you, I'm trying to empower you. Other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm by myself because I don't have that energy to give people to keep throwing me under the buses because, like I said, I have nine lives, and she took one to another one, so that was five. I think at this point I'm still at five because I don't play with my lives like that. But just saying, you know, you can't expect a pathological liar to break out of a habit. When you confront this type of liar, you need to try carefully and tactfully if you're going to confront them because it's just, it'll spiral. So I'm just giving y'all a heads up. Like if you know someone who's like that, don't expect a change in them because it's not going to happen. My best piece of advice for you is to confront them as I confronted her, about her behavior towards me, not because of what I was told about her, but because of her behavior towards me, because that's all I was concerned with. With the other stuff, it was like I wasn't there for that, so I don't really know. But when it comes to me, because of the way you treated me and the outcome, this is why we're here and lose my number because we're good. So that's how that ended. You can confront them all you want, and no matter how I tried to end that conversation with her and break apart, she kept coming because she just had to be right about whatever it was that she needed to be right about until so the fact was well, i just let her talk to herself, and then she died down. So try carefully when you are dealing with these type of people because you never know what kind of mindset they have. You know, and their their want and their desire to control the atmosphere may be something that's dangerous for you, and you just don't want to really deal with that. Is there something you want to add to that, Miss Gotham?
1: <clears throat> you have said everything that I was thinking in my mind. I'm over here in tears, laughing at you. I'm not gonna lie, say that I wasn't mm-hmm. because I was. Okay, I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> Well, I wasn't really
2: trying to be funny, you know. I was just (laughs) trying to give our people a heads up of, you know, what people can be like. Because sometimes people are really not faced with certain things. So in my experience. Let's make it our experience and let's learn from each other versus, like, hey, let's run into this same situation and then we have to sit back and have coffee and biscuits about it. Like, really? Because you said this on a show on June 6th. Like, yeah, I mean, on June 4th, like, I definitely said it and you did not listen. So here we go. (laughs) Now tell me what happened. (laughs) You know what I mean. So we just definitely have to be careful about our choices and stuff because, you know, according to, you know, the, the doctors and stuff out there from the, the research that I've done on this particular topic is like is a habit that's formed in childhood. And the individual may not, mm. you know, be even uh, uh, conscious that the environment and the situations that they're lying about, that they have options mm-hmm. because they're so preconditioned to lie that they don't even realize okay. that the option of not lying is an option. So at the same time, a compulsive liar is not particularly manipulative or cunning. They only lie because the habit is not because, you know, the habit is not familiar for them. So sometimes it's just that they out to be out to sneer or to be malicious, but it's like the only way they know. Because this started from them having to feel like they had to be this way in order to be seen as a child recognized and or accepted. So So this is why
1: when you, when somebody tells the truth around a compulsive liar, they, it makes them feel uncomfortable. Am I correct?
2: Exactly. Because when you confront this type of liar, you need to understand that this is not something that just started from adulthood. People like this that are compulsive have been lying their entire life.
1: Mm -hmm. So
2: what else, that's their retort That's what they know
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, and and I'm not going to sit here And i am probably already said this Who knows, because I'm so deep in this conversation And I go kind of back sometimes And I always love to add myself Into the conversation So people can know that I'm human, I'm real, and I have experiences, and I've learned from particular experiences. So I Mm -hmm. used to be out there trying to fit in. So I would lie about things to fit into, like, these little girl cliques. I would lie to men and say that I was older when I was younger than I was. I would lie to get in clubs. I would lie to drink. I would just basically lie all the time just because I felt like it was something to be accepted. It was This is how I will be accepted because I was always the girl that everybody wanted to fight and jump and beat up because their boyfriend liked me or I think I'm cute or she's light-skinned or whatever the hell the little fad was back at that time, not because Miss P thinks she's all that, but because these are the things that people were saying about me that I'm, I didn't even understand. Like, why would you even think I'm trying to date your man or why would you think I think I'm all that? I'm 12 and 13 years old. What the hell do I know about being all that? What does that even mean at 12 and 13 years old? You know what I mean? So I constantly had to defend myself and fight. So the only way I was able to survive the everyday thrashings that people wanted to put on my behind, my youngest brother used to come two years younger than me and come to school and pick me up to protect me. And I had to lie pretty much to... Keep myself out of fights to make myself like part of the in crowd, so I'm not constantly stressed out at school. So yes, I was a compulsive liar, so to speak, and in terms of trying to survive. But once you, once I was able to get old, older and realize that I don't have to lie to you, and I don't have to fit in with your group, and I don't give a damn about this and this and this and this and that,
0: mm-hmm. that it changed
2: my whole outlook on life because I didn't feel I had to lie anymore. Because for, for what, <laughs> you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I feel like I was compulsive, and I feel like it was out of fear. I feel it was out of, like, for my life. Like, I had to do this for my life at the time. And at this age, it's a shame that you feel like you have to be a certain way in order to adapt to your surrounding. But if I mm-hmm. felt that way, I know there's plenty of children out here who felt like they had to, do certain things to fit in in order not to be bullied or harassed or whatever the case may be. So, I understand someone who you know, after reading that article and it said it starts from childhood, I can understand someone who can't easily break that cipher because if you're preconditioned already to be compulsive for whatever reason you had to survive your childhood, then it's going to carry over for some people because now some people can't disconnect. I'm just fortunate enough that I was able to grab a hold of myself and realign my life. But not everybody's going to have that same story. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's that, you know, and then we have those psychopaths,
0: liars. Uh
2: (laughs) Uh-oh. The psychopathic Uh
0: liars. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm.
2: like, damn, it's getting deeper. Like I thought compulsive was enough.
1: You know, but what's worse than that, got Miss Gotham? Listen, all I have to say is that these these liars. Period. The list of lies. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> the list of lies. <laughs> the list of lies. I'm trying to tell you that they are some skillful people. They are skilled at manipulating. They manipulating the lie. You know, how do you mm-hmm. manipulate a lie? You lie to manipulate. <laughs> how do you do that? So that is, you know, from what I've read, you know, is a disorder. You know, from what I've read, it's a psychological imbalance. You know, it's, it's just crazy. And they're able to do this, these things. So you have to kind of stop them in their tracks, you know, where they are, you know. hmm I mean, it's, dangerous. it's true. You know these compulsive, these compulsive liars, and the rest of them, uh, they are dangerous to be around. They will put you in some crap They will leave you in these uh, situations and leaving you look like the bad guy. But the truth will mm-hmm. never ever be told because the because the lie is so creative that is what they do. Is what their li- is their livelihood. con artists. sort of speak. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's and where that's I think the psychopathic liars fall into place, you know, because the psychopathic yes. liars, they without a doubt, are the worst type of liars and they lie as often as necessary to get away with anything and they do not care about other people's feelings, lives or anything. Mm-hmm. So for them, lying is part of their strategy in life. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no alienated feelings for them. They have zero feelings towards the quality of life and what kind of havoc they cause on it. So when they're approaching this type of liar, depending on the situation, you should always tread carefully. And I know I said this already, but no, definitely with the psychopathic ones because they're willing to take your life. It's not only because of the situation flaring up, but because they can be so manipulative. Why can I ever get this word out? Manipulative (laughs) and (laughs) cunning and just, like, compulsive in a sense of, like, attack because there's, there's just too much behind somebody that has zero to live for. Once you're not connected to the emotions that you need to think about, the quality of life. They it just there's no there's no telling where it could go. So mm-hmm. you definitely want to be um, careful, you know, and make sure if you ever approach a person that's like this that you have evidence to support your beliefs. Because these type of individuals, especially when they're involved in relationships, they are not just it's all tied in with compulsive and everything. You know, they're not open to any ideas you know, of ending anything. You know, they're like, you're not leaving me. I don't give a damn what happened, what you said. It's not over. They're not willing to change a damn thing and you're not changing their sequence of what they're comfortable with because you spotted that they are psychopaths. (laughs) They're not trying. They're like, no, I'll kill you before you leave me. You know Mm. what I mean? And it's like, Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, videos that are real videos of people, videotaping people who are actually, like, telling people, like, you think you're leaving me? After they were wow. caught, like, with another person, you know what I mean? And then now the person is confronting them, and now they're arguing in the street, and there's people that, you know how people are pulling out their phones and blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're, like, literally saying, like, F you, Nah. You know, it's just not happening. So it's like now you have to think of a tactful way to get away from this person, which you probably cannot get rid of this person unless you goddamn move into another state, go into a witness protective program and change your name, get a facelift. I mean, who knows? Change your kids' names in schools. Like, it can really get that serious. And, you know, they're going to continue to lie no matter if you approach them in any way because they're just the masters of lies, and you just need to keep your wits about you and avoid falling to their falsehoods because at the end of the day, their only foundation is lies. They have no no means to be, like, honest. They have no communications in any relationships, and they have no long-term friendships. They have nothing because they're not capable of Connecting to that that type of ability to correspond with people, that's why they're psychopaths because they can they're not connected to anything so those are the seven that you know I came up with. I kept reading today in between work, and I realized that there are quite a few more, and I'm just like I knew mm-hmm. it was at least a thousand, I knew it couldn't be <laughs> like seven. <laughs>
0: At least
2: a (laughs) 1,000. At least a 1,000. But, um, yeah, yeah, so that's what, you know, I came up with. And I just really was, like, you know, talking to Miss Gotham today. And we have a show on Wednesday night and stuff. It's going to be called the In-Tune Point of View, where we're going to be doing, like, a roundtable discussion. And we're going to be just throwing out various topics. And it's going to be four of us. And we're going to just be chatting it up. So it's going to be dope. But at the same time, I was just, like, so compelled after reading, stumbling upon you know, a few <laughs> articles this morning because sometimes I wake up in the middle of the morning and I'm just, like, reading stuff on the Internet, and I was like, we have to do a show about lies because this is just ridiculous. And it relates yes. to so many things because of the group that we started, again, it's called So In tuned and, um, you know, we just talk about a lot of different for real issues, and a lot of it just boils down to basic questions that all evolve around people who are not centered if that
1: makes sense. Or just some of the not questions hinting. that, you know, they they mm-hmm. don't usually talk about, and they're a lot more. It's, it's, the group is pretty much therapeutic for a lot of them, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, majority of the questions we don't even ask. It can be the craziest questions, and we answer them, <laughs> you know, with the funnest, the funnest, is, which is so good because, you know, they feel the comfort where this group is like, the comfort level of you can answer the craziest question and you are not being judged at all. And this is why, you know, people thank Misty for developing this group because it is so amazing and therapeutic and, it's, you know, it feeds the soul to evolvement. You know, and it makes you Mm -hmm. think about certain things that you never really think about, you know, on a general basis. Or just the person that you're around may not even ask you these questions. Like, hmm, I never thought about this question. Well, let me ask you this. Well, let me ask you this, you know. And so I think it's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. It's definitely
2: cool. Oh, no, just thanks to us, because I don't even know. Like a few weeks ago, I just started posting questions, and then it just kind of like – went from there because I was getting <laughs> cursed out and unfriended left and right by people who were like start a group don't stop asking all these questions blowing up my feed why are you asking all these questions and you know the reason why I just started doing this just to give you a quick background of why we started the group is because We as people, like Ms. Gotham said, sometimes you don't even realize that the people that you talk to or not talking to, they need an outlet. And I was so sick of tired of, like, looking on Facebook and seeing twerk videos, seeing people die, seeing people struggle and hungry, just seeing people back and forth with the arguments and back and forth with the drama. And it's like, come on, dude, like, what's the point of this? You know, at this point where we have Trump in office, we have all of this crazy stuff that's going on. We're all trying to keep our heads above water and stay focused and centered on life. and. We have our own personal struggles and stuff like that, and it's not to say social media is supposed to babysit us, but at the same time, we do spend a lot of hours on social media. So in my mind, it's like if we're going to be on social media and we're supposed to interact, half of the people that we are connected to, we don't even have a conversation with. We don't even know who we're connected to, but we're connected to them. I don't want to, like, live my life disconnected. I want to live my life connected. So if I'm connected mm-hmm. to at least, you know, the things that I'm doing, then I now I'm conscious of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't want to do what I'm doing mechanically. I want to do what I'm doing because there's love in it. There's passion in it. There's a benefit in it because I get to talk to amazing people like Ms. Gotham. I get to talk to amazing people in a group. So it makes it worth it for me. Yes, it's an extra Thing to do for me and at this point In my life I don't really need an extra Thing to do but at the same time You know once I've got The responses that I was getting from people Who were saying like Miss Gotham said Well thanks for creating a group Because I really was going through something And everyone's fun and everybody is You know chilled and pieced out And never like argumentative And everyone has their own decisions But we can all get together And, and enjoy each other Then I was like damn you know This is a good thing because Uh I didn't really do it because I was thinking it was going to be something extravagant or something Uh that was going to be, you know, awesome to people. But to hear that it is therapeutic to people and that people are um, having a good time and they feel comfortable and they have a space away from Facebook, although it's still on Facebook, that's amazing to me. And I'm not trying to toot my horn because that's not the type of individual that I am. So I don't look at it as it's my group I created. I look at it it's our group because we're all able to mm-hmm. express ourselves and be ourselves in a group, even when I make typos. And y'all correct me. Thank <laughs> you. Because half of the time I'm trying to post questions and do things in between mm-hmm. work. So I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. So thank you, guys, for all y'all that be like, huh? Oh. <laughs> Like Missy, What the hell are you talking about (laughs) Thank you Because I need that sometimes I need to be put on point You know So I just want to give Some quick shout outs To some people really quick And then I'm going to allow you To do the same as Gotham And tell everybody Where they can find you To stay in tune Because we're going to Wrap this show up Because I have so much to do In the morning for work But Um, And I have to work on my cousin's website for her wedding. There's a lot to do. Um, So I want to give a shout-out to, um, first and foremost, Mr. Wood. I want to say thank you because he's been very, very supportive um, in terms of, like, making sure, like, when's the show, how can he support. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got your back no matter what, and I noticed that he was posting the link and things of that nature. So I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Woods. I want to give a shout-out to Miss Williams, Angela, per se, because we have a few Williams in there. I want to give a shout-out to Safrina Ortiz. Um, I want to give a shout-out to, you know, my cousin Tony, who's been posting in the group and making it fun. I want to give a shout-out to Sunshine because she gets up in the morning and she says good morning to us all, and she says good night to us all.
1: I mean, mm-hmm.
2: the list, I mean I can go on for like 25 other hours about how <laughs> many people that are amazing. But the one person also I wanted to give a, some love and energy to because I don't do that pray for me thing um, just because I just feel like not I'm not against religion. I just don't believe that all prayers are good prayers, so I don't ask people for prayers. Um, mm-hmm. Light and energy is something that if it's a negative energy that I'm so tuned in that I'm not going to reflect that or absorb that energy anyway. So you can send me mm-hmm. energy, but don't send me no prayers, okay? Keep that in mind. Put that in your little <laughs> Post-it notes in your phone. Don't send Miss P. no prayers. Um, To Paris Robinson because she's in the healing process right now and she's a big part of the group. So I definitely want to send her um some healing love, energy and I also love want to say Laparia's yes. yeah, love, yes.
1: energy divides over this way.
2: Yes, because you know Paris be up in that group, honey.
1: Yes, she You did. can't
2: stop her. She will comment on every <laughs> damn topic. I don't care how deep I try to go <laughs> she will try to she find comes. an answer to every <laughs>
1: Listen, she is coming for
2: it. Do you
1: hear me? Even she if it's a no, find, she's
2: coming. Right, even if she's like, um, I'll be back on this one, she'll say
0: <laughs> she'll say she anything.
2: Comment. Just exactly. So it's nothing but she love for everybody in the room really quick. I just want to say I love you guys like immensely because at the end of the day, that's what we need. We need to love each other. So when I say that I love you guys, like I do love y'all. You know, you do something to piss me off, I will cut you off. And if I do something to <laughs> piss you guys off, cut me off. Don't keep me around because that's the one thing that I promote is just making sure that your energy is always in a good healing energy with somebody. And if we ever have a misunderstanding, let's chat about it before you cut me off and let's chat about it before I cut you off. <laughs>
1: but let's definitely if we that respect so each fair. other and we're
2: in a mutual I love space. That about you,
1: At least you, I love that about you, Miss P. At least you you give people the opportunity first before you say bye.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what? It depends on what you do to me. Because if you take my coffee, then (laughs) we ain't have nothing else to talk about. You know what I'm saying? We can share partners, okay? But don't touch my coffee. God damn it. Because then it's over. But I'm going to stop talking now because, you know, I'm so used to just blah, 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 blah. So. You go ahead, Miss Gotham, give some shout-outs um, shout and tell everybody where they can find you to stay in tune because one last thing I'm going to add before she does that is that she's my personal trainer and I will be personal training with her tomorrow night, which I'm looking yes. forward to but not looking forward to at all. But you guys can just go ahead. I mean, you guys. So I'm like, like it's like a hundred of us. But, Miss Gotham, tell everybody where, you know, give your shout-outs and um, tell everybody how they can connect to you for fitness and workout and, you know, all that yummy stuff, massage. She's also a massage therapist, but God, I don't, I don't have to touch you one. You yes,
1: absolutely. Um, you guys can find me. I am the founder of Wicked Biz Fitness. You can find me on that page, too, Wicked Biz Fitness. Um, you can email me at wickedbizfitness261 at gmail.com. You can also find me at Twitter, Wicked Biz Fitness, as well. Wicked at Big Fitness um, on Twitter too, as well. Um, you can also um, find me on Facebook too, as well, from at the Nahaja Boutique um, as well. So um, I have a Twitter too, Nahaja Boutique. You can find me there as well. Um, yeah. So I want to shout out to give a few shout outs to everybody. I can't name everybody all, but you know I love the group, um, so you guys can you know participate with me. You know sign up. You know I know you guys can't get a virtual massage, but <laughs> but if you're in the Chicagoland area, then just hit me up. You know you know make a make an appointment um, for the the boutique. And um, I will definitely provide those wonderful, wonderful services that I provide. And um, I'm going to hand this back over to Ms. Keith.
2: Yeah, so definitely what, um, you know, she's a awesome, awesome, compassionate trainer, even though she will drill your ass into the floor. Um, And maybe it's because I just am getting back into the workout, so it's very strenuous. But guess what? She's in Chicago. I'm in New York, so it's virtually done. So that's amazing for all you guys who are, like, homebound and really can't get to the gym because of work. Um, For those who are, you know, stuck at home for whatever reason that you're home, and you're looking for something to do to make yourself more proactive and stay healthy, then definitely check her out. And if you can't get in contact with her, you can always get in contact with me, and I will be happy to get in contact with her. Now, I didn't play zero music tonight, and I was supposed to play music. It's like I ran my mouth through the entire segment, which I always do, and I have to, like, give myself little markers. So next time, guys, that we're live, like Wednesday, and we're going to be doing a lot of talking on Wednesday, I'm definitely going to make – points to make sure that I Play some music Because god damn it We didn't break the monotony here at all We just mm-hmm. talked through the whole thing And I want to be able to offer you guys Like music and stuff because people have been Sending me music and I want to make sure That I stay true to what I say and not be a liar Or a compulsive liar mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> And uh, play People's music so if you guys are interested In submitting your music You can submit it at m- mp3 No links please Um, At IntuneShow At AOL.com And make sure you add your social media link So when I do play it I can tag you in it And for the spin We would love for you guys to like our page On Facebook Or follow us on Twitter or IG And it's simply the Intune Show um, Or on Facebook is Get Intuned And it's just that simple Drop us into Google and we come up Um, Other than that guys I just want to say Thank you so much for listening Thank you so much For your support Um, I'm in the midst right now Of lining up some interviews And so is Miss Gotham And um, it's going to be fun It's going to be amazing I actually connected With Danny Williams Who is Bill Clinton's son um, Whom he doesn't Admit to And um, it would be It's going to be Like really poetic When I get him on the show It really is, and I just cannot wait because this has been something that has been brewing since last year. I've been working on this interview, and I was on a hiatus, as you guys know, so now it's all coming to fruition, and I'm really excited about it, so stay tuned for that. Um, I'm in the midst of talking with Brian Angel, who is one of the members from Day 26, which he's been on the show before, and he's agreed to come back on the show, so I am working on that. And there is, will be Lavert, which Lavert has been on the show before, and I'm following up with them, so there will be that. There are some things that I'm working on for you guys, and I don't want to give it all away because, you know, who knows which way the cards are going to fall on the table, so I don't want to put names out there and then it doesn't happen. Happen, but for all those who's checking out the Intune Show for the first time, please do believe that we did have some awesome and amazing people on the show. So you can go to the Entune show.com or you can go to the Intune Show on Blog Talk or you can go to iTunes and put in the Intune Show on the podcast and all of our archive links will come up. You can go to Amazon and put in the Intune Show and, we can, and we're right there as well. Google Play, put in the Intune Show and we come up. So we are findable. No one has an excuse to is stay in tune. We
1: are findable.
2: <laughs> we are findable, searchable, relatable, and incredible all at the same time. Okay? <laughs> so that's how we roll. That is a skill. So <laughs> it's a skill, like compulsion. Okay? Like compulsive life. Yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> we're going uh-oh, into okay. the studio tonight. Just letting you know, we're dropping that one on a mixtape. So, anywho, guys. Stay in tune because we want to stay in tune with you. Miss Gotham, thank you so much for your brilliance, and I look forward to chatting with you on Wednesday night. Guys, thank you so much yes. nice for tuning in because there were listeners, although you guys did not say anything. But um, it's all good. I'll catch y'all in so in tune. Until
1: Wednesday, stay in tune. Good night.
0: Good night. I'm in I'm to take it to the moon. In Let's go. I'm I'm this over again